0: Let your snacks be heard. Just go to frito to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void where prohibited. Years worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at frito Ladies and
1: gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Dream Shakes, the Dream Takes podcast. My name is... Mike Brown. Thank you all so much for joining me here on Spotify Live on a Saturday night. Uh, we are coming to you live here on Spotify Live after the Rockets' final summer league game of the year 2022. Rockets lose to the Sacramento Kings 92-81. to If you are joining me here live on Spotify Live and you would like to talk Rockets basketball, I would love to talk to you guys uh, live here, again, on Spotify Live. Um, I'm here to take any and all calls this evening to talk Rockets basketball. Because here's the thing, man, and, and the Rockets lose tonight. Again, ninety-two to eighty-one. Corey, you're you're live here on uh, Spotify Live. I watched the entire game tonight on NBA TV. Without Josh Christopher, I tweeted it tonight from at the Dream Take. This team sucks, man. Like I hate to say it, but the team. Sucks without Josh Christopher, you know? And tonight, you look at the the box score. Mitchell had six points. Tari Eason, 19 points, 10 rebounds. I love me and Tari Eason. Jabari Smith struggled again shooting from the field. He was, what was he? I mean, he had 12 rebounds tonight. He had 12 points, 12 rebounds. What do you shoot from that? 415 from the field for, you know, 27%. Ty Ty Washington, 15 points. He had four assists. He had three rebounds. Deshaun Knicks, 14 points. He had four turnovers. He had three steals. He had three assists. Uh, Anthony Lamb had three points. Trevor Hudgens had three points. You know, Eron Gordon in four minutes didn't record any points. I mean, the thing is, guys, like, watch this team tonight. And the team's not good, man. They're just not. You know? And you know you you watch you watch the team tonight, you know I mean it's a Saturday night, you know and to be a hundred percent transparent with everybody, you know, I spent the lion's share of the day you know at a at a pool day with you know all my people, you know we had a phenomenal day, you know, I come home you know i'm I'm watching the team tonight there's no juice, you know there's no excitement there's no You know, get up and go, you know, with this team tonight. And it's not their fault. You know, tonight, do I wish that they played with a little bit more of a purpose? Yeah, I do. The team, just the way that they played tonight. And Corey, you tell me if I'm right, if I'm wrong. They just, they played uninspired basketball tonight is the way I felt. Now, am I right? Am I wrong? I don't know. You know, but just watching them tonight, I mean, you lose by 11 points to the Kings. Kings aren't good. Their summer league team is not good. But you found out tonight that neither is the Rockets team. You know what I mean? Like, the way that they played tonight, they just weren't good. You know? And, I mean, what I want to do tonight is I want to look at, you know, not necessarily the way that the Rockets necessarily played tonight, because I said it before on a previous show, and I'll say it again tonight, like, the guys that they're playing tonight, they don't mean anything. And it's no disrespect to, you know, the guys, you know, Trae Mitchell, uh, Anthony Lamb, Trevor Hudgens, you know, Euron Gordon, Eric Holman. Like, it's no disrespect to those guys. It's, it's more so that the, the guys that were playing tonight, you have to start looking at, what their impact is on the the main roster moving forward. And I'm talking about guys, Tari Eason, Jabari Smith Jr., Ty Ty Washington. Do I think that Deshaun Knicks plays into the main roster? No, I don't. I I just don't. You know, in my honest opinion, if you look at the four games that he's played, in Summer League 2022, you can't point me to a moment or a game where you can point to and say that he deserves to be playing with the main roster. You're not going to convince me of that. You're just not. You know, the the point is not going to come you know, and if you're joining me here live on Spotify Live here on Saturday night, you want to talk Rockets basketball, I will literally take any and all calls tonight on Spotify Live. Of you want to talk about Rockets Summer League, you want to talk about main roster, you want to talk about what the Deandre Ayton, you know, deal meant you know, for the Suns, what it meant for the Pacers. With that being said, we welcome good friend of the show, Ryan, on the show. Ryan, what's up, brother?
2: What's up, Mike? Um hey man. Oh man, what a uh what was it I think it was a tough summer league for us, but um I just I'm 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 ready to see how Jabari will fit in with Jalen and K B J though. That's what I want to see. That's what I'm interested in the most, I think, at this point.
1: Oh, I mean I think you're I think you're right on. I think I think Jabari's a stud. You know, I do. Um I, I will say this, Ryan. You know, we haven't we haven't talked about this a whole lot, you know, since it went down earlier this week. Uh you know, the the Pacers signing DeAndre Ayton to the deal that they did just for we, were talking that
2: we did talk about that a little bit, didn't we?
1: Yeah, no, I mean, and, and Phoenix matched. I'm a tad surprised that they matched. Um, that's, that's more just personal between you and I. I know we've talked about Ayton a little bit.
2: Yeah, I'm a little
1: surprised that Phoenix matched on him. But getting back to your point, I tweeted it tonight. I watched the whole game. I didn't tweet a whole lot about the game tonight, you know, more so because I was intrigued at what I was watching. This summer league team sucks without Josh Christopher. Is that fair? Like, is that a fair statement to you?
2: He was, wasn't he leading every, every category? Basically. I
1: mean, it just, it wasn't fun to watch without him.
2: Yeah. I mean, the thing that shocked me was, and I'm going a little off topic, but I can't believe Orlando go. Pulled, go I can't top. believe Orlando pulled Paolo Pancaro after the first or second game of summer league. That's what got my attention. I mean,
1: does is, is he well, really
2: really want to be there? Is do they want him or?
1: I don't know. Nah, if he has any sort of injury at all, you pull him. Which is, you know, what what was pointed out? I think after the the first game, he was suffering from an injury. Dude, Summer League Summer League is a joke, right? It just is, man. You know I'm um, watching the game right now, Cleveland in Atlanta. Why does it matter? Why does anyone care about Summer
2: League? Um, I think the reason why they do it is so you can get a just maybe a just a taste of what you're, to be is to be expected from that from that player that you draft at whatever, you know, number. Yeah. Um, it's fair But then again, there is the G League too. So I mean,
1: I don't. Well, I mean, there's there's the G League, and then there's I mean, you know, just the same. Like any anybody that puts any sort of stock in summer league, it's a joke, man. The same
2: goes for the NFL preseason. Why the hell are they doing that again?
1: Uh, I think it's a little bit different. You think so? Well, I think it's a little bit different because in NFL preseason, you have a lot of the guys that are actually going to play on the main roster. You know, you look at the Rockets, you know, roster tonight, right? Eason, Smith, Ty-Ty, those are three guys that you feel like are going to have mainstays on the roster. Outside of that, I mean, who? You know, Trehe Mitchell played 23 minutes. Who, who gets there? Yeah. So the, the
2: Rockets have what two two-way contract spots open right now, right? Or one, one or two? Yeah, one or two. Uh they have they have one, one, and uh, who's that kid that uh, that was fighting for it? Sort of the
1: H, isn't it? Ho- Eric or, Eric Holman. Eric Holman. That's right. I like Holman. Look, man, I like Eric Holman. You know, I I have nothing wrong with Eric Holman. And I will tell you this. No, I won't tell you this. I'm going to ask you this, Ryan, because you're a fan just like I am. What were your thoughts when you saw that Indiana signed Aiton to the deal that they signed him to?
2: So it was four years. What was the – it was 400, wasn't it? Or 44.
1: No, what was the amount? No, it was like – it was four years, like $144 million. Yeah, Um I mean what what were your immediate thoughts on that
2: deal? When I saw it, it to the Pacers, it didn't make any sense to me.
1: Well well, okay. Let me stop you there. Why? Why did it not make any sense to you?
2: Where are the Pacers gonna gonna go?
1: <laughs> Here's the thing, right? Okay. So you say that, and I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you this. Why do you like good on Indiana? For doing it. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say. Like, bottom line, good on Indiana for doing it. Why? Did, and I say this with all due respect, and it, it's no disrespect to you or any other Indiana fan. Like, you're saying, what is Indiana going to do with signing him? Who cares? You don't know. No one knows. Okay, okay, hey, hey. hey. They're going to be better with Aiden. period. End of story.
2: If Indiana, would you rather? So let's say Houston doesn't pursue Donovan Mitchell. Do you think Indiana should pursue Donovan Mitchell?
1: Uh, ever since moving Brogdon, yeah, I do. Yeah, I don't I mean, know. That's, that, that's the thing, man. Is yeah, you know, we're just we just so happen to be recording a podcast at this point. And you know me. I mean, I don't hold any punches, right? Oh no, you know nope. that's what you and I do. I'm so tired of, team. You know, good on Indiana is what I'm going to say. Is it made a move? Right. You know, just like just like Minnesota did. Do I think that it's going to work out with Cat and bear go bear and Cat? No. But you know what? What if it does? You know, what if they end up in the Western Conference Finals next year? You know, like the Rockets are just sitting here with their thumb in their ass. Well, the crazy thing and, is, dude,
2: I the Warriors aren't even favored to win the finals again. So I think I think the Clippers a healthy matter. Clipper team can probably make it. So
1: But here's the thing though, is like favorites at this point, they mean nothing. They don't mean anything. Yeah, yeah. You're gonna tell me, you're gonna tell me, in the West next year, you're gonna bet against Steph, Clay, Draymond, Poole, Wiggins, and a you know a resigned. Uh, who's the big guy that they just resigned? What's his I name? Mean? Or Mooney? Uh, oh, Mooney. This Looney, Looney. You know, like you, you have every guy that you can want on that team. You're going to bet against Golden State because I'm not. You know, like yeah, you could bet, you could bet on the Clippers, but you know what I mean, like. And bringing it back to the Rockets, Ryan. Yeah, I, I'm never going to apologize for being. The fan man. You know, like I'm not, I'm not, I, I'm
2: not well the thing is. We're all in this together.
1: Well, the thing is, right? Like, I'm looking at a tweet from at Nelson Tejada right now. Mm-hmm. Until Jabari meets Jalen Green. I look, man, I the the conclusion that I took from the team tonight is I think the Rockets for lack of a better term, I think they hit on all three of their draft picks this year. I do. Um yeah, I agree. I just all all three of them. So,
2: let's let's just go ahead here and jump to like so who have they released the schedules for the next season? Okay. So, oh, yes. whoever we're playing week 1, who who's our our starting five first game of this season?
1: Uh, I mean, night one, you're looking at KPJ, Jalen, Jayshan, Tate, Jabari, and Shangoon. I mean, that's the five, you know, to begin with. And we see what happens.
2: Okay. So you, okay, so you said KPJ at guard, at Point Garden?
1: Yeah, I mean, KPJ, or yeah, KPJ at the one, uh Jay Sean at the three, Jalen at the two, uh Jabari at the four, and Shangoon at the five.
2: That's a and we're all that's a pretty I mean that's a pretty big lineup.
1: It's a pretty big lineup. I mean it's fun, you know. I mean look, man, man, man. it's it's it comes down to you know ultimately, you know, show- you know Eric Gordon's still with
2: the team though. I think Eric Gordon starts.
1: <laughs> I mean, where? Where do you where do you start him? I mean, who are you going to put on the bench?
2: I mean, I don't see Steven Silas not starting Eric Gordon, no matter whether we whether we like it or not. You know, look
1: the the bottom line, and I don't I don't disagree with you. And Sean, if you want to hop on stage and talk with Ryan and I, you're more than welcome. The bottom line is, until I'm proven otherwise, Ryan, I don't believe in KPJ at the one. I don't believe in – uh I agree. Uh, what's his name? Silas at, at head coach, and we bring Sean up here on stage. I don't believe in, in uh, Silas as a head coach. You know, I, I, I said
2: it
0: last year and I'm going to say it this
2: year. I'm, I'm going to give, give Silas one more year.
1: That's fine. Sean, your thoughts?
0: I mean, we'll see what happens. I mean, I'd, I I tend to think they're going to start Shingun, um, Jabari, Tate, Green, and um, and KPJ, just because if Gordon's here, I think they're going to let Gordon stabilize the bench unit. Because your bench unit could have – I mean, you're talking about Tari Eason. I mean, you're talking about Tari, then either Deshaun or Ty-Ty, tai tai, hopefully Ty-Ty tai tai, – Josh Christopher and maybe as your backup five. That's a lot of guys without, you know, a lot of NBA experience. Gordon would be sort of the the guy to so, help stabilize that unit, which actually might make the bench pretty solid.
1: So my question to both of you, right, and, uh, and I'll go to Ryan and then Sean, give me your thoughts. Sean, what you just laid out, if I'm a Rockets fan, you can miss me with that. In the sense that I'm not going to a game to support that. They've done nothing this off season, right? Like they've literally, outside of the draft picks that they've gotten, have done nothing to prove to Rockets fans that they're all in on winning. Is that fair? Like, is that is that a fair statement? Or am I am I crazy? Y'all can tell me I'm crazy, and I might be. Ryan, to you first, like my statement to y'all. To so both of y'all, Ryan, you first, and then Sean. My take on it is why should I support a team where, look at a team like Indiana? At least Indiana went out and signed a guy like DeAndre Ayton to the largest free agent offer sheet in the history of the NBA. Why not the Rockets? Huh? Ryan, you first. Like, talk me into supporting this team this year.
2: This team has, you know, they've had a winning culture. They have a winning. Culture. No, they, they haven't. Have no, they you have don't it. think so.
1: No, hell no. Sorry, I'm gonna, I'm gonna finish. But I'm just, I'm letting you know. I, I don't believe in that at all. Um, what's their winning know, culture? But- they haven't won shit, for lack of a better term. They haven't won jack shit. Since
2: if they get if they if they go after Donovan Mitchell, will
1: you change? Will you have a different mindset about it? Yes, but why would they go after Mitchell? Why? What is what is what is proven? And Sean, going to you? Do you think they're going to go after Mitchell?
0: No, I I don't think they go after Mitchell. I mean, part of the, I mean, I know they don't have the
1: balls to go after Mitchell.
0: Well, I mean, the optics standpoint, it doesn't look good when you see the Pacers go out and get, you know, try to do everything they can to get DeAndre Ayton, and the Rockets don't seem to be doing anything. But part of it's also just the timing. The Rockets actually don't have the cap space to do it. So, I mean, you look at the, all right, so look at the Christian Wood trade. They can't do anything with the guys they got to even aggregate the salaries or be able to move on from them. Until mid-August, so they couldn't take part of it then. They've got forty-seven million of their cap that's basically just a dead cap hit for John Wall. So they're still having to operate over the cap. It's kind of a timing thing. I mean, if if Aiden and guys like say, say like take a DeAndre Aiden and the Colin as we have talked about him a lot recently. If they were both unrestricted free agents next year. Yeah. The Rockets would be throwing max steals at both of them and doing everything they could to get them in because they'd have the cap space to do
1: it. But you don't know I, that. I, I think they will. You they don't know, know that know though. That? That's a that's my problem. Uh, that's the problem. Hey, Sean, Sean, Sean can, I ask, can I
2: ask you a question real quick, Sean? So I want to see. I want to hear your opinion on this. So I, I was talking to Mike about this. If if you're if you were to pursue uh Donovan Mitchell would you give the uh Jazz let's say KPJ Eric Gordon KJ Martin Jr Trey Burke Trey Burke or Sterling Brown in a first round pick for Donovan Mitchell yes or no
0: um if yeah. if they're going for the Jazz to give up Mitchell they are going to want other good young players and they're going to want every Nets pick or Nets pick right that we have left then that's the problem I mean you could I mean I could in in an NBA world where the trade market wasn't as crazy as it is right now I mean like in a normal world I in my head I thought you know what I see a guy like Rudy Gobert out there and I'm thinking you know what I'm wondering if at three you're thinking that we don't like anybody at three could you swap John Wall's contract Shingun number three and another future first to get Rudy Gobert. And you would think in a normal NBA trade market, that might actually be worth it. And you would try to accelerate your rebuild that way. But now you see that, no, Rudy Gobert is going for what? Four first round picks and four swaps and a bunch of guys who actually will have value on the NBA trade market that can net Utah even more picks. I mean, it's crazy. So, I mean, you almost have to ask yourself, like, do well, you really want to I give mean, all okay. this up right now
2: or do you really
1: spend another season? To yes. out <laughs> <and not? laughs> I mean, the Rockets no, have a lot they can give. Sure. That's, that's, well, I mean, well, I mean that, that's the thing, man, is – so, to both of y'all, they already have seven guys that I would say that are under contract. Outside of Shen all of them have spots in the Rockets' future, in my opinion, over the past few years. Why not go out? I mean, Sean, to you, would you trade a good part of the future for Donovan Mitchell? That's the ultimate question. Yes or no? No.
0: I don't like Really? That. He's not a two-way player. Like if Donovan Mitchell, if you could now, if you could tell me that Donovan Mitchell would be the defender that he was in college, and that he showed in college that it, and now he's going to be able to do that in the NBA with the scoring, then I'm like, yeah, let empty the whole cover and go get the guy.
2: Didn't he, didn't?
0: He? He's just going to be another prime-time scorer. You're going to spend a lot on him, and then you're going to have to. Make shift the roster around them, and the me, that's like a repeat of the Harden era, which we tried it and it led to some great heights, but it never got us over the top. And I want to get us over the top with two-way players, and not.
2: Didn't the- Donovan Mitchell take our Rockets with James Harden and Westbrook or Chris Paul to a game seven like on his own? I mean, yeah, give him give the man credit.
0: No, no, no. Yeah, but he couldn't get it's it done. About the Mitchell and Go led Jazz back to back years in five games.
1: Well, I mean the thing the thing to both of y'all is the free agency class of next year sucks for the Rockets. You're not getting any of the top end guys. None of the top end guys are are coming here. That's why I look at a guy like Donovan Mitchell. You can match whatever deal the Knicks offer the Jazz. Probably topping. I don't get why you wouldn't want him. You know, he's the prototypical guy you want to want you would want to put next to Jalen Green. Well, and also you got to take into consideration that
2: New York's a bigger a bigger market than Houston. You know.
1: Doesn't matter, you know, I mean, for the jazz, I mean, they just want the, they they want the best package, you know, I mean, Sean, to you, what, what are you withholding cap wise? Like, what do you want to hold it for, for next year? What are you looking for next year? I'm looking for team.
0: Well, the main thing with the cap is not necessarily holding it for a player it becomes a. It also becomes an extra trade asset because now you don't have to, like right now we don't have to worry about matching salary. So like if a guy like Donovan Mitchell comes open next year, you can slap a few young players that you want to. It doesn't matter if you match the salary and you can throw your picks and hey, you honestly also gave the other team a trade exception, which some teams do actually do almost like being an extra first round pick. So that that's where the cap space helps. Whereas this year, you're trying to cobble up enough salaries to make it match. So the only way to do that is you're going to have to put Eric Gordon in it. And that's where, you know, it may not be as attractive. You know, that may not make it as attractive to the Jazz as other trades. Or if if the Jazz are asking, I mean, we don't know. We could have called them up and they could have said, well, we want all the Nets picks and we also want your know, Yeah.
1: enough. 20, That's I, I mean, to to both of y'all, Ryan and then you, Sean, people who are calling, because I've seen it multiple times, calling for Eric Gordon's jersey to be retired into the rafters is ridiculous in my eyes. I don't y'all agree with you? that. You do or you don't. don't? Good. Good. All right, Ryan, we're on the same page. Sean, you? What? Yeah. No, I mean, people get, they, are, are people getting drunk and on Twitter at three a.m. in the morning and <laughs>
0: reminiscing about No uh, Sick Man of the Year glory days? Is that what's happening?
1: Well, I, I I think it's more of people that are looking at the situation and glorifying Eric Gordon to much more than he actually is.
2: James Harden was one thing, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Uh... Do Eric. Second
1: great, second greatest rocket of all time. Yeah,
2: behind, of course, a larger one. Everyone knows it. So,
1: well, a larger one is number one. And there's Sean. Who's your uh, Who's your second greatest rocket of all time?
0: Um, it's probably a toss-up between Moses Malone and Calvin Murphy Jr.
1: Where do you put Harden? I
0: got Harden. Or,
1: I mean I got a lot of
0: Juwan and Juan, Calvin Murphy Jr. and James Harden. I I, I I'm I'm more in love with I, I love Malone and Calvin because Malone and Calvin they did get you to an NBA finals. And where do we
2: put where do we put Yao not. Ming and Tracy? Yao Ming and Tracy McGrady, how about those two?
1: This has been another episode of SB <laughs> <SV> Nations. <laughs> the, uh, where, where do I put each of those guys, Ryan? In all honesty, I put McGrady outside of the top ten. Interesting. That's just me. I mean, I put both of them outside the top ten. All right. I won't. Uh, no, 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 no debate there. Um, you know, it's just me though. I mean, Sean. I mean, where do you put McGrady? Where do you put Yao?
0: Um, I, I, I like, uh, yeah, I in the top 10. I don't know if he's number, f- I don't know if he's in the top five. He's in the top 10. I would say McGrady's probably somewhere in the top 15 for me as, as far as just Rockets. I mean, it, it's sometimes when you see like how McGrady exited Houston and how Harden exited Houston, it makes it a little, you know, it dings them a little bit. I mean, I know Malone exited that way, but at least Malone played at an MVP level for you did, did you get you to the NBA Finals, and I I mean, I, I I give credit for that. I mean, you know, you got to give somebody, you know, credit for making that happen if you actually got there. And they're both Hall of Famers, at least. Now, I mean, I know Gal's a Hall of Famer, but there, there are certain guys that were really huge for you at certain points. You know, like a Mario Ellie, Like, there's some intangibles that say, okay, fine, he's not the regular season Superstar, but I, you know, that quarter three against Phoenix in '95 will forever be actually Rockets history, and yeah, I mean, that's death. there, and they're not really even so a lot of other superstars we're talking about don't have moments like that.
1: Well, it's I mean if you're talking about all time Rockets for me, you put Dream up there. Obviously, you put Moses up there. You put Harden up there. There's three. I would put Cassell, Ellie, Maxwell, and Ori. And I would put Kenny Smith all above Kenny, or Yao. And Tom Janovich. I mean, there's five right there.
2: That's the one I was thinking of. Tom Tom Janovich. That's the one I was thinking of. Oh,
1: I mean, Rudy Tom Janovich is top S- top five in my eyes. I mean, how do you not put Tom Janovich in the top five? Period. End of story. Yeah. Mar- Mario Ellie is a greater is, is a better I mean, rocket than McGrady, than Yao There's no doubt. There's no doubt in my mind. Alright. You know? Sean, am um. I cra- Am I crazy in saying that? No, Kenny, no. Kenny mean, too, that, I mean, Maxwell, all of crazy. those guys. So oh, yeah, let me let us go back to like the current
2: Rockets now. And my question for the both of you is: If you're oh, the yes. Rockets this coming season, do you compete or do you want to tank for Victor
1: Wen Wembanima, Wen- 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 I can't say his name. Um, can't say his name. But Sean, you answer, and then I'm gonna answer, and then we're gonna wrap the show up.
0: I mean if, if the jazz trade Donovan Mitchell the, the rock there's no way the Rockets could actually pull it off even if they wanted to, but I wouldn't do it, and you should never tank for one guy because you're, you're basically throwing away a season for what is it like a 12.2 or a 13 point one percent chance of if you finish with the worst record of doing that. so you really you well, got you, you, gotta, you, you, you
1: have a 14 percent chance, chance.
0: You're, you're never, yeah. you should never do that.
1: Okay, so Ryan, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you the answer that nobody wants to to talk about. And Sean, I feel like you and I are on the same page with this. How many years do you want, Ryan? Where not you specifically, but all the the fanboys and girls out there that are so enamored with the idea of tanking. Um, give me know, give me give me one. Example where I, tanking has benefited a franchise. Give me one.
2: I hate, I hate to use the word tanking to begin with. I don't that's really right. know a word for it, but but that's what you, that's what you just that's what you just said though.
1: Yeah, I, that's it's the only und- way you get when buying. You might is you have to tank.
2: Um, I mean, didn't it do didn't it do wonders for the Philadelphia 76 sixers? What have they
1: won? They've won nothing. You got first place in the, the Celtics. In, the, in the East last year, you know? It doesn't, it doesn't matter. What did they do? They got killed in the playoffs. The Celtics, who tanked out and got all the picks, good for them. They made it to a finals and they lost. They've won nothing. There's not one team that is honestly bottomed out, failed out, tanked into a title. There's not one. Hmm. Am I wrong? No.
2: Am I wrong? No. No, but wouldn't it be, I mean, finishing, I mean, even if you don't win the NBA finals, I mean, that's still a big milestone to finish first place. And with how, I mean, the East isn't really competitive anyways, but to finish first place in the West with how crazy the West is, that's an accomplishment in my, in my opinion.
1: So, so do you want to, do you want to subscribe to the the current model of, being good but not the best, because that's what that—that's that's what that statement is. That's what you just said. Like you're okay with being, you know, good but not the best.
2: I mean, I want to win. I want to win. I know we all want to win. Golden State didn't finish first, and they're the best team. I mean, if, what if KD goes back to the Golden State Warriors?
1: It's all over. It's not going. It's not going to the war Sean, where is KD going?
0: No, well, I mean, we can't – I mean, don't talk about the – I mean, what, what the Warriors pulled off for their dynasty is near impossible. I mean, what, how they did it was – I mean, it's ridiculous to get the three guys where they drafted them and get three Hall of Famers. I mean, you're talking about like a less than a 0.1% chance of that actually ever occurring. I mean, I, I don't agree with tanking. Like, I don't like purposeful losing. If you throw all these young guys out here and let them develop and let them grow and let them learn how to win at the NBA level – and obviously, you're going to have some hiccups. Was there a bunch of 19- and 20-year-olds? Okay, fine. I, I'm okay with that. I mean, I don't want to see, like, Eric Gordon getting 30-plus minutes a game and us losing. Like, if we're going to be losing close games, because I could see that happening this year. Without us tanking, you could see it happening because Green and KPJ are still learning how to close NBA games. That's fine. If you wind up 30-52, and 52, I'm not going to be mad about that. If you were honestly trying to develop these young guys, you could see, hey, wait a minute. With one more year of experience now, next year, they can take that huge leap, like Memphis took.
2: But that's just it, though, Sean. Uh, Steven Silas played Eric Gordon 30 minutes every game last year. And we there were multiple episodes, you know, where Michael and uh, Jimmy would talk about why is Eric Gordon stealing all the minutes from... Uh, Jalen or KPJ. that was the, that was the, that was the, I was hearing that topic a lot last year, last season with Eric Gordon and getting in too much, getting too many minutes or finishing out the last, you know, 10 minutes of the game and just taking all the way away the minutes. I mean, that's what I remember anyway.
1: <clears throat> yep. a, d- a different discussion for a different day. Ryan, do you have a final thought before we wrap up and then we'll go to you, Sean.
2: Um, my final thoughts are, is I just, I mean, okay, Joe, I don't necessarily want to see a tank, but I just want to see this team compete to the, to the expectation that we're, uh, that we're hoping for.
1: And, uh, that's fair. That's fair. That's that. my man. Thank you for joining the show, brother. We had a great time tonight. Of course I did too. It was fun. Thank you. Thanks man. Absolutely, Sean. Any final thoughts before we wrap the show up, brother?
0: You know what? It, at least, at least, summer league's over. No one got injured. Our three, our three draft picks show that I think they can be, they can certainly be high level NBA rotation guys at the very least. So I think we had another great draft. Let's get the, you know, let's get the training cramp and let's see what happens. Let's see how they grow this year. It's not like anybody thought Memphis was going to somehow jump up to be the second, have the second-best record in the NBA last year. You could surprise. You could put a system in place, and all of a sudden you're making a run for the play-in, and you're at least a 500-team. You never know. So let's see what happens. It'll be
1: fun. That's, f- that's fair. Thanks for joining the show, brother. Thank you. Hey, man. Uh, this has been another episode of S.B. Nation's The Dream Shakes, The Dream Take Podcast. Thank you all so much for joining us tonight on the show. Major shout out to Sean and to Ryan for joining the show this evening. Had a phenomenal time, great conversation. Um, if you are on Twitter, make sure to head on over to at the Dream Take. Give us a follow. The mothership of the Dream Take, the Dream Shake at Dream SVN. Give us a follow there. Follow me on Twitter at BSW Podcast underscore MB. You can follow. Uh, my co-pilot, Jeremy Brenner, at Jeremy Brenner, J-E-R-E-M-Y-B-R-E-N-E-R. If you're on Facebook, search The Dream Shake. Give us a follow there. Finally, follow us at thedreamshake.com for all things Houston Rockets, all days that end in Y. We will talk to you guys this week. We'll let you guys know the next time we are going live. Until next time, Rockets fans, go! Get- So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to cars.com. It's magical.